Now the opposite is true. If we look for bad, we find it. Whatever you look for, you find. And so if when you're in the middle of this, you can begin to just find something to be thankful for. Thankful for the years you have been married, you know, thankful that uh, you're healthy and your spouse is healthy or that you have kids or begin to look for any little thing that you could possibly be thankful for. Today, we get to speak with Evie Shaw. Over the past eight years, she has marinated, soaked and absorbed the transformational and healing powers of gratitude not to mention the 20 years before that where she was on a continual quest to change and become the best version of herself. In addition to a psychology degree and master's in counseling, she has attended numerous workshops and conferences to further her education in the self-improvement arena. Evie has also been coached and mentored by Bob Proctor and other leading mindset coaches. Now she has the passion and desire to help others step out of familiar, repeated and habitual negative routines. It's far too common for humans to let unhealthy, inaccurate thoughts keep us anchored and bound to unhealthy life patterns. So let's listen into this conversation as we take the journey to gratitude with Evie Shaw. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Evie, thanks so much for taking the time and coming on to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Awesome. So... The podcast, Hacks and Hobbies, we, we focus on origin stories, journeys that our guests and speakers and authors and from all different walks of life take to get to where they are today and where they're going. So to begin, you know, tell us a little bit about your journey that no one's heard of before. Well, so my right this in the past few weeks, I was uh was blessed to be a part of a chapter in a book called Awakened. Mm -hmm. And so um, some friends of mine, Alan and Cindy, they put together this book. And so every chapter is from a different author. So I have a chapter in their book. And I tell my story in the book about when my husband left and the journey that it took me on individually that changed me radically. Mm-hmm. So, so you want me us. to go into more detail? Yes, please. Yeah, tell us, <laughs> tell us what what it all inspired. Like, how did that happen? Because I'm sure you know you've been, you've got you've got a bigger story than that. Oh, it's a big story. Yes. Okay. So when my husband left, um, we had been married 22 years at this wow. point, and we had three sons, and um, we didn't have our first son until eight years after we were married, but when we had one, then we had two, then we had three. And so I had a two, a one, and a new. I had three babies, and it was wonderful, and they are great babies, great kids. And so anyway, he left. One morning, uh, we woke up just like any other day, 
and um, he was a coach and a horse trainer. And so this particular day, I took my children to the movie, and we came home, and um, I got home, and there was a note in the bathroom. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, he left me a love note. You know how sweet. And um, But I picked it up, and it wasn't a love note at all. And so as I began reading it, I was in shock. Um, so I had made plans to go walking with a friend of mine. So I grabbed the letter, changed clothes, ran out the door. And when I got to her, we read the letter together. And he was basically saying he needed uh, some time to think, but that he was leaving. And anyway, so um, backing up a little bit, when I was, like eight years old I laid in my bed and I was thinking how do you get a daddy to stay like one mom one dad forever you know kids you know happy 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 and so I just had this desire in my heart as a young girl to have one marriage one husband great kids fun laughter you know happily ever after and so um, that stayed in my heart all the years that I'm married. I read every book. I studied it. I'm thinking, I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to do it right. I'm going to do it great. And um, so here I come home to this day and he has left a note that he's leaving. And so um, I'll speed the story up just a little bit, but he, um, we homeschooled. Mm-hmm. And so I was home with my children all the time. And he came home for lunch every day. He had, every since our children could sit at the table, we yeah. would sit, sit and eat together. And we played games and we did trivia and we laughed and we just had the best time. It was like mm-hmm. our one hour course, <laughs> lunch course. And so, um, so anyway, when he left, he did keep coming home which I was very thankful for because I wanted my boys to have their dad and I wanted our family to be back together, of course. And so I just took the opportunity to be really kind to him when he came home. And some things started happening as I found a book on my shelf. and I opened it up and it said that this woman had a husband who's an alcoholic and he went to jail. She was a mom and he, they divorced and he went on. Well, yeah. she got a hold of a thankful message. And so she began to be thankful, not for the alcoholism, but for what it could bring, the good that could come from it. And so anyway, um, when I read that and he has been gone for several months, I'm thinking, <laughs> yikes, what, what's happening here? Is this, what is, what is this saying to me? Like, do I have to be thankful for his infidelity? Do I have to be thankful that he's not here? And the answer was yes. Five days later, I met a woman for mm-hmm. the first time, and I've never seen her again. And she brought another book, different book, different author, and she showed it. So our family's lives have been changed from this. And so I thought, I have to have the book. I love books. And so anyway, she gave me the book. I went home and it was the same message. Be thankful for everything. And I'm like, oh, you can't be serious, you know. And so thus began my journey of being thankful for everything and especially the things that I really, really didn't like. And as that, as I began to do that, Mm -hmm. I began to change. And 
The name of my chapter is The Magic of Gratitude, and it really was magical what happened inside of me. So that's it in a nutshell. <laughs> that's so beautiful. I I praise gratitude all the time because, you know, we are so lucky to be living, you know, above ground and having all of these luxuries. It's yes. it's just it's just amazing the the miracle of life that we have, right? So thank you for sharing. That was that was really powerful. That was very touching because Yes, we could be mad. Yes, we could be angry. Yes, we could be crying and blaming. Mm -hmm. But time moves on, right? We have the future to change, to grasp. You know, the, the present is a is a gift to us. So, being right. grateful is is super super important. And that was such right. a such a touching story. Thank you. I do want to say. That I did cry. I cried and I cried and I cried. <laughs> I don't want it to come across that it was easy and yeah. I don't want it to come across that what he was doing was right. It all, what I'm bringing out here is how being thankful in an adverse situation can literally and radically change your life and transform who you are. So. Absolutely. Yes. The pain is felt. You do feel the pain because 22 years is a long time. That's two decades. Right. Over, right. right. And the the little girl that laid in that bed wanting the daddy to stay was still there. Like she mm -hmm. came out like how to get the daddy to stay. How do you make this work? And so, um, yeah, so that, it was huge. It was amazing. Yeah. But I always think as I walked that journey and I have three sons, you know, had the three sons, and I remember thinking, I want to walk in a way worthy that when I get on the other side, I can tell my children, this is how I handled it. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I would think about my choices and decisions and not to lash out, even when that seemed like the the natural thing to do. Um, so, yeah, so I tried to walk in a way that when I looked back, I didn't have regrets. No, that's that's really really important to, to not have regrets and to be grateful um, and be able to reflect on on our surroundings, on our circumstances, right? It's, it's human to feel the pain. It's human to, you know, miss that connection. And, you know, when you mentioned that, yes, he still comes back every day for the lunch, that's huge for the kids, right? Because they still think that daddy's gone to work, right? right. And they yeah. and he's still in in their lives because it's very important to have a father figure right. in your life because you it it builds some kind of character, it builds confidence. You know, there's there's a ton of things that you know that level of. Um, um, connection brings having both parents especially right right so i have a psychology degree and then a teaching degree and a master's degree in counseling so i had studied enough in in school in an institution yeah 
by itself, but also so much studying on my own because how do you get a daddy to stay? The colleges don't tell you that, but that was my passion, right? Mm-hmm. And that was my desire. And so I knew how important it was for my sons, especially my sons, but of course every child to have their dad there. Yeah. So the fact that he came back home, I was so thankful. And I remember thinking, I want to make sure that he wants to walk back in the door every day. Yeah. Because I wanted those boys to have their dad. No matter what was going on with me or what was going on with him, those Mm -hmm. boys needed their dad there in the same way we had always had him. You know, not. And so, um, so that's what we did. And some of my friends, a lot of my, most of my friends, (laughs) even if I had a friend that was agreeing with me, (laughs) but my friends would say, what are you doing? Why are you cooking for him? I wouldn't cook for him. (laughs) Thinking I have the privilege to cook for him. I have the privilege that he walks back in my house because so many times, if you know divorced people, that's just not the norm. Mm -hmm. And, um, so anyway, it, that's what was happening. I wanted to make sure he wanted to come back home and be with his boys and that we all could stay together as a family because we really had a lot of fun. Yeah. We really had a lot of fun. And so. No, that's, that's really cool. That's that. So that happened a few, how, 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 how far ago was this? So he left in 2012 and um, I went through my thankful journey. It took about one year. For me to go full uh, spectrum, because when I first started my thankful journey, because the books I was reading, there was about 10 of them, and they all said the same thing. Be thankful. Yeah. Be thankful for this. The things you don't like. So say a car, your car breaks down. Well, you're not thankful for that, but be thankful for that you're safe. You know, be thankful that you have a car or whatever. You know, what? find something to be thankful for. And so... Yes. I wasn't thankful that he was gone. Mm-hmm. I was heartbroken. I mean, I literally laid in my floor for about 18 months. So I came out and raised my voice. But when I'd go back there, I was just wanting him to come back home so much. But so anyway, so my, so I began my thankful going, oh, I'm so thankful that he's not here. Like literally I wasn't thankful. I wasn't even really saying it nicely. Yeah. But I, I had read enough to know that I think this will work and So anyway, so I began to be thankful. And as the days progressed and as the time progressed, like literally I could just feel it changing me. And um, I don't know if you've seen the science experiment with the water and the dirt. You put the dirt in there and then you're trying to get the dirt out. So you keep pouring water, keep pouring water, and the dirt finally makes its way out. So that's kind of what I saw myself. I mean, not then because I couldn't see anything, right? And so, but as I look back, I'm like, that's what was happening. The more thankful that went in and came out, the the junk came, the anger went away. And um, so about one, it was one year after that I began my thankful journey, um, I went back in my cave and there was a book on the floor. And um, it was one of those things like, oh, goodness, where did this come from? I know I'm supposed to pick it up. So I picked it up and opened it up. And it's just hard to believe. It's hard for me to believe just saying it and thinking about it. But I opened the book again just to wherever it fell open. And it was about a woman and her husband was an alcoholic and he went to jail and they got a divorce and he moved away. And it said she got a hold of the thankful, the thankful message and she began to give thanks 
and then he came back and they lived happily ever after. Now that's my Cliff Notes, right? That's, that's my little version. <laughs> but here's what this second book said. Now yeah. it's not the first book. It's not the second book. It's a whole different book. Oh yeah. And it, but it's the same couple as the first book. And, um, it said that as she began to give, to give thanks and to be thankful that her husband left and went to jail and that they divorced, she began to see herself. Hmm. And the role she played in it, because at first it was like, look what he's doing. He left. He's an alcoholic. He's going to jail. Blah, blah. Ooh, I mean, it, it, and that's our natural tendency. Yeah. And, and, and we would look at it and go, yeah, well, that is wrong. Like my husband left. That is wrong. You know, or he, that guy had alcohol, alcoholism. That is, you know, that's not the best case scenario. But the thing was, it wasn't about anybody else at that moment. It was about what was happening in me. And so it just literally changed who I was Mm -hmm. and it did make me a more thankful person. And the peace and the calm and the joy that came with it is priceless. Yeah. So, you know, I I didn't, I did not know about the story where, um, if there's dirt in the glass, you put water and you keep putting water. I didn't know about that at all. I mean, this is the first time I've heard it, but it makes sense. The more you good put you put in, yeah. In your brain, in your body, more good is going to come out. If you put junk in, you're going to get junk out. Right, right. We talk, we talk as software developers, we, we say, more, you put junk in, you're going to get junk data out. You're going to get bugs. So make sure you write clean code, you do clean designs, and you're going to get good output. So. Right, right. Wow. And so, and it was, it was a science experiment I had done with my children, right? So we did, <laughs> so, but it's so, it's so fitting. And yes, that which the example you just gave, the more good that's put in, the more good that put in, the bad kind of washes out. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened to me. And I became a better mother, became a better person. I became a better wife, mm-hmm. but my husband wasn't home and, um, everything just was better, even though he didn't come home at that moment the peace and the joy it didn't matter it didn't even matter anymore yeah at that point wow that's you know there's there's some questions i have so let's say somebody is going through something similar mm-hmm. how do they start the journey of being thankful how did they start the journey of seeing what's good versus just focusing on what's bad and why it's happening to them. Cause that's, that's what, that's the path we go to. Like, why is it happening to me? Right. Why not somebody else? Like why, 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 why? Right. So <laughs> exactly. how do you start that journey? So I would suggest and recommend that. Um, so any situation that we encounter that we don't like is to begin, look, look for one shred of good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, like even if your car breaks down, you can think it didn't wreck, yeah. you know, or, or you can begin to say, so just specifically if someone, if they're in a divorce or if they're having marital trouble, um, you know, just begin to say, thank you for this issue, this issue and the good that it's bringing about. Can't see it right now. Don't know what it is, but just trust that this, issue this thing is bringing about a greater good now that goes along with if we look for good we find good yes now the opposite is true if we look for bad we find it 
whatever you look for, you find. And so if when you're in the middle of this, you can begin to just find something to be thankful for. Thankful for the years you have been married, you know, thankful that uh, you're healthy and your spouse is healthy or that you have kids or begin to look for any little thing Mm -hmm. that you could possibly be thankful for. And for me um, specifically, my husband wasn't coming home on the weekend. So this was this was crushing to me because here we are, my whole little family. I got to have this perfect happily ever after. So what do families do on the weekends? Well, they hang out together, right? Well, not us. And so I was just, uh, you know, just so hurting, hurt by that. And so I would say I'm so thankful and grateful that my husband's not here because if he was supposed to be, he would be. And, and that was my start. Mm-hmm. And I'm so thankful and grateful that my husband's not texting us this weekend and checking on the boys. That was that was hurtful, too. And I yeah. said, because if he was supposed to text me, he would. Now, you, I'm of the belief, too, there are no accidents. Mm-hmm. And so everything is happening as it should. The problem with that is it doesn't look like it's happening as it should. It doesn't even look like it's good. And I I promise you, I couldn't see good. I couldn't see the light at the end of a tunnel. Mm. And that's why my message is so important for me to share. Because when I laid in my floor for 18 months, I was like, is there one person on this planet, just one, who can come to me and say, it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it'll be. I don't know what it'll look like, but it will be okay. There is life after your time on the floor, <laughs> after this pain, if you look for it. You know, that's such a awesome question to ask of yourself. Can somebody come and tell me that this is going to be okay? It's so powerful because... We need that external confirmation. We need that external view or somebody that's gone through something similar to tell us, hey, what you're going through is okay. It's part of human nature. Um, I want to show you something. This is called a reminder coin. And I've got a bunch of these reminder coins and take it out that says this too shall pass nothing lasts forever wow that's powerful right <laughs> right and, and then on the flip side it says accept what it's what is let go of what was have faith in what will be wow I have chills <laughs> right and Ooh. You never know, like, these are awesome quotes, but unless you've walked the path and hoped that this would be over, Mm -hmm. it's like, holy smokes, there is so much wisdom in words and that people have gone through in experiences. We just have to trust and have faith. Right, right, right. Yeah, because you don't know the outcome. Of course, if you knew the outcome, you'd be like, all right, it's all going to work out. I'll kick back and watch some (laughs) TV or something. 
And uh, I had no idea. I didn't think it could work out right unless it came home. My thought was there's no other option. Like there's option A and then Mm -hmm. that's it. Like he can either come home or not, you know, that's it. And so um, that's just not the truth. That's the only option I wanted. It's not the truth of how life can be good and life can go on. And, um, but when we're in the pit, when we're in the, the bottom, when we're devastated, when we're heartbroken, when, when we've been, when our spouse has chosen someone else and not us, cause that's not how it's supposed to happen. When that happens, you can't see past, just you can't see past that. And so, um, so that's why I want to encourage people. I'd love to talk with people. Um, and, and, and walk with them through it if, if need be, uh, but encourage them. There's light at the end of the tunnel and there's good on the other side. If you look for the good. Now I've seen people. One quick thing I want to ask you to do. So, um, your voice is, your audio is going in and out. Do I need another background like for future? No, you're fine. We could talk more about that. Uh, um, I've got a, I actually uh, have a group focused on home studio productions or home studio perfection. So I can add you to that group and then we can All talk right. more. Awesome. Okay. All right. Welcome back on after these messages. I don't even know how to say it. Um, so we're talking about a lot of amazing things. And I'm trying to remember where we left off, but uh, gratitude and 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 uh, compassion and yes, we we stopped at the coin, which said this too shall pass, and it's and that nothing lasts forever, which is very true. But it, the amazing thing that you mentioned was how we're all supposed to. What was that? <laughs> I can I have to rewind and, and listen to what I said, but we all need to look for the good. I don't know. We do. I think I think that's that's the main that's the main um the main idea is that we gotta look for the good. Right. right. And 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 it may feel like that there's only two options, right? That's what you said. You know, it's either he can stay, but he, you know, he's got to come back. I mean, that's the only view that you see, and until you realize that as what's you know how to be grateful, right? And to look in a different perspective as human beings, as people that are continually growing, like we, like re. <laughs> We physically change our entire, like our entire body is physically different from 70 weeks ago because all the new cells that are being produced. So it's amazing how our mind loves to stay in one stagnant position and thinking nothing else is changing. But what's funny is that we are growing as human beings. We are. Well, the thing too is about us as human beings is when we wake up in the morning, we naturally, we let our minds just go. We don't think about what we're thinking about, or a lot of times we don't. And it does for whatever we, okay.
the logo. That's where I was going with that whole story. So All right. I do yeah. remember where we were when, when you left. Awesome. Perfect. So let's get back on. Okay. Let's get back on the show. Okay. So when we wake up in the morning, our minds, they naturally kind of go to the negative. And I don't know why that is, mm-hmm. but when we, it's just our natural tendency. So I think it's, it's the lizard brain <laughs> trying to keep us on toes. Don't get killed. <laughs> don't <Right>? get murdered. <laughs> <laughs> True. So, but when we, can think about what we're thinking about and when we're going through something that's not so great if we can then turn our thoughts around to see the positive side of mm-hmm. it yeah but it's work it is work it is work it's absolutely work i mean that's that's such a great thing to say because you can't keep weight off if you don't put in the work you right. can't get stronger if you don't put in the work. You can't be a, a a good athlete or a cyclist if you don't put in the work. Right. The, the what's funny thing is like doctors recommend you you work out three days a week for thirty minutes. That's just to maintain. Right. Right. Because the default is downhill because that's the easiest. So that, right. And the same for this. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And it's so it is so easy to not exercise. It's so easy to let our minds wander mm-hmm. and to look at what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I could look around and go, my husband's not here. Wonder where he is. Okay, well, I didn't want to know, right? <laughs> I mean, it would have been harder to know and have to forget. So that was yes. some of the things that I was like, I don't want to go exploring what he's doing or try to see this or know that because I'd have to forget something else. You know, I'd have to forgive something else. Yeah. I'd have to get over something else. And so I just was so blessed to be able to raise my boys and just stay in my home, yeah. raise my children as I has had always done and just be laser focused on, on my children and yeah. on wanting my marriage back. And what can I do to get that? What, what will draw my husband to me? Because mm-hmm. clearly I had pushed him away in some way or another. Not yeah. that what he did was right. I'm not saying that. But, like, when I began to look at myself, I was like, oh, no. Like, he wouldn't want to come back. No no kidding. Because mm-hmm. I, I was I was griping or, you know, fussing. And another thing, too, um, Wayne Dyer says when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so true. So when my husband, so when he was still living here and he would say he's going to be home 6 o'clock for supper and he'd get home 6.20, I'm like, why did you get home at 6.20? Where have you been? You know. And then when he left, it didn't matter when he came home. He'd come home 7, 8, 9. It's like, oh, he's here, right? And so. It just changed the whole way I saw it. Wow. And what it made me realize is I didn't have to write back then. Why did I? Because that's our natural tendency. But or maybe not not everybody's but mine. <laughs> so, wow. That's, I had to reach retrain. That's that's really it it makes me realize it makes me rem, like think about a lot of things too. In, in my life and, in uh, you know, people that I know their lives and that the changes that they're going through and, you know, there's a lot of people that are going through the separation, the divorce, the, um, I think what, what happens is, is our perspectives change. You know, when they say the grass is greener on the other side, 
you know why it's green on the other side? Because we can't see. <laughs> That's can't true. See <laughs> we can't see over there. We are, we're standing here, and when we look out there, we just see all green. But if you step into that grass and look at ours, yeah, ours is greener too. Like It's right. because we're changing the perspective. And I thought of it because I was like, why do they people think about it? and we spent a lot of time on uh, you know on our lawn last year we got redone and every time i walk over and i see like some patches there's like dead leaves like hanging out and then it like kills the grass so it's like all the patches and i'm like walking around and noticing all these things because it's my grass but anytime right. my neighbor looks over he's like dude you've got some awesome grass right. what are you doing over there like i don't know what you're saying man i don't see that <laughs> Right, right. Yeah, that's huge right there because yeah. that's that's how we live our lives. You know, our that's kids true. even, our ki- how our kids are acting or how our spouse mm-hmm. is acting. And if we just took a little bit of a different look, we would mm-hmm. see things differently. Yeah, you got to change that perspective. Right. Um, like earlier what just happened, right? My, my wife's in the middle of a call. And she tells my son, do not go outside. Wait <laughs> Till we're done with our work, and then you can go outside. And he didn't. He's like, "Oh, Mama just said wait," and then he's just standing there. And she's like, "Go, go, go! I've got. I'm, I'm, I'm on this meeting call." So he goes. He go. He thinks, "Oh, I, I'm okay to go. I don't need to wait anymore." Right. So he opens the garage and okay. just runs out. <laughs> and it's, it's. You know, they need that also too. They need because you know everybody's been cooped up at home, right. and it's, right. it's a look. It's a a miracle and and luxury that we get to go outside and play with his yeah. friends and whatnot. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but so so he's in trouble. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. so I have three kids, right? I have a ten year old, a five year old, and a two year old. So the two year old is you know she's she's like I don't have school, I don't have anything. You know, somebody watching me or somebody play with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's been uh, it's been it's been it's been tough, but you know we see a lot of good in it because we get to spend time because right. they grow so fast. They do so fast. They, do. they surely do. Yeah, and it's a blessing. It is a blessing for y'all to be able to have the time and and look for different ways to spend time together that you wouldn't have even explored. Yeah, because they were in school or. Or you know, one thing my wife said was, we're stuck home. We're not going to any place because last year, every weekend, we'd be going to somebody's house. We're doing this. I'm like, we have all these projects at home. How are we going to clean up? Now we've got all the time to we change. We changed all of our room settings. <laughs> oh, wow. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, we just like we're like we're just going to rearrange everything, just change everything up. So it's been it's been uh it's been pretty some awesome times. Awesome, yes. All right, Evie. Well, it was really awesome talking to you. I'll have some really fun questions here. Okay. Towards the end of the episode, um, so we so just to recap, we got to talk about your journey, being grateful from an adversity, from you know living a life where. You were comfortable to being not comfortable and then finding grace and finding gratefulness and finding the positive 
and just adding all those positives and getting the negative out. I think that's really powerful message. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing. Thank you for letting me. Yeah, absolutely. I, I hope it helps someone. I hope someone hears it and that they can contact me. I would love to walk with someone yeah. through it or out of it, I should yeah. say. Yeah. I have see, I have walked three friends out mm-hmm. of really dark situations. So, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. I, I might know a few people. <laughs> All right. What is one hobby that you wish you got into? Playing the piano. Ooh. <laughs> so do you have a piano? Too? Well, I did. So um, I just think it's so amazing people who have a musical brain and they can play and they make beautiful music and they can entertain anywhere they are, yeah, right? Yeah. And so my oldest son he is, he's amazing. He's like a genius. He taught himself how to play. Wow. He taught him how to, all, all kind of instruments. And so he would sit around always and play the piano. I have this, his guitar right here. One of his guitars. He yeah. has the drums. He has everything. So anyway, <laughs> I, so yes, I've had different pianos come through here. I haven't actually ever sat down and tried to learn, mm. but it would, I just think it's so amazing people who have that gift. Yeah, it's it's absolutely something very different because we get to engage our what's my right hand, right side of the brain, right, and playing <laughs> right. instruments and and being creative. Right. Um, but what's funny is that we're all very creative in different ways. Like right. the ways that you are creative might not be something that other people are creative in that way. So, yeah, it's all right. it's awesome. What did you want to be when you were a child? Mm, that's a great question. Let's see. I think I wanted to be a teacher, actually, because my grandparents had the little chalkboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People mm-hmm. probably don't even know what a chalkboard is anymore. <laughs> had a little chalkboard, and so I'd go outside, and I'd be like, okay, y'all need to <laughs> be teaching somebody something. And so I think I wanted to be a teacher until I got to college, and I'm like, yeah. oh, no, I'll never be a teacher. That's <laughs> one thing I'll never do, right? And then, yeah. Guess what? <laughs> I taught for seven years in public school. Yeah, loved it. So because yeah. your perspective changes, right? Once once you go through college, and yeah. then you learn, you have all this experience. You're like, wow, I yeah. didn't want to teach, but I do because I have all this knowledge to share. I have all this, you know, well, right? It kind of fell in my lap of teaching. You know, okay. my ex husband was an educator, and then all. The, my friends in college, they were educators, like, you need to teach. I'm like, no, 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 I'll never teach. So we, my husband and I moved to Dallas. And so this was 30 years ago, but they had yeah. the newspapers, and you looked in the classified and the little bitty, you know, yeah, and yeah, yeah. circle. And so it, there was, you know, 10 pages of classified, so I kind of got lost. So I began subbing. And when I would go in the classrooms, the teacher would come by and go, what's happening in there? Because that class is never acted like that. Like, <laughs> on, and they would come to me and they would say, you've got to teach. You've got to teach. And they would go to the principal. The principal would come down there and she's like, they're telling me you got to teach. And so I went back to school and got my teacher certification. But nice. So it kind of fell in my lap. But it was natural to me. And I did love it. And I love my students. And I even taught on the college level. Mm-hmm. And I love that, too. Nice. Yeah. I love it. That's That's really cool. Let me show you something that's kind of... Oh, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> right. It's a T-shirt that I 
first saw Pat Flynn wearing. I don't know if you know Pat Flynn. He's mm-hmm. super amazing. You got to check out his story. Um, so he creates a ton of content, ton of videos on, on YouTube. He's been a podcaster for over 10 years. Wow. And he wears his t-shirt on his videos. I'm like, dude, that t-shirt is awesome because I want to teach everything I know. Right. So it's, it's really, it's really awesome. Right. Yeah. All right. Next question. What is your favorite movie or TV show? Oh my goodness. Um, I think my favorite movie of all time is The Notebook. Mm. Oh my God. It's been a while since I've seen that one. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen it, but here's what I remember about it to mm-hmm. make me think it was my favorite because when I left movie theater, I cried. <laughs> like, cried. <laughs> I mean, like next day my head hurt because I had cried so much. It was so powerful. Yeah. It's kind of like what my little, that little girl who laid in the bed, she wanted that marriage forever and ever and ever. And, and that was what that movie was about. Yeah, you know, it was. The, the twist at the end that they were the couple and everything. So, so that's why I, it's a really great movie. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but it really touched me. Yeah, no, it was it was really well done. I mean, the story, the acting, the the connections you make with it. That was that was powerful. All right, next question. What movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it? Oh, my goodness. Wow. This is a – wow. Okay. So here's a plot twist. <laughs> we haven't gotten to this conversation yet. Yes, you haven't. But I lost my third son to cancer. And um, so the answer to your question is, I'd play myself mm. in his movie because he lived larger than life. He wow. never quit. He was amazing. His service is on YouTube. It's so inspirational. It's just, whew, like, it's not sad. It's mm-hmm. so happy. Uh, wow. Sad that I lost him. Yes. But he never quit. And if, if, if a person were to watch it, every person who spoke, which was his pediatrician, his karate instructor, his coach, his brothers, and his dad, and another man that we worked for, and every one of them, every one of them was like, he never complained. And that child had a blood disorder when he was born, and then he had rods in his spine, and then he had cancer, but he never complained, and he never tried to get out of something. He just went full force into it. He was amazing, so I always knew I was going to write a book, like from when he was born. I'm like, I know I'm going to write a book. But when people came through his service, they're like, you've got to make a movie. you got to make a movie. So I would be me in my movie, (laughs) in his movie. In his movie. Oh, that's such an awesome story. I love it. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. I'll have to look up your son's sermons and, and his YouTube videos. That sounds really powerful. His yeah, his service is yeah. His service. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next question. Who is your favorite superhero or superhero power? Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So I have to say my son loved superheroes Mm -hmm. there's this there is a good reason i'm telling this yeah yeah. my son loved superheroes love like i take you to this room right now and everything wall to wall every uh what do you call those little things you buy the the action figures yes 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 so he had every every one of them yes so he loved and he used to pray 
please let me be Superman. And I would just think you, you, you are and you don't even know. So anyway, so when he passed away, everybody wore their superhero gear and several people had made Superman shirts with Colson and it says oh. Colson's the real superhero. Oh. Not only that, this is amazing and I have chills just because I thought about it. When we got to the, the cemetery, his pediatrician came up to me and she said, did you have any idea that it is national superhero day? No. And I was like, oh, my God. It's like I have chills again. Like, it, it's almost just like it had to be that very way. Yeah. <laughs> and he was every everybody who was there, he was their favorite superhero. And there he was on National Superhero Day. Oh, it's just amazing. Wow. It was just amazing. So Colson is my favorite superhero. I love it. And his, his superpower was never quitting. Oh, my never, God. That's, that's a very sure. important superpower. Perseverance, right? Perseverance, absolutely. Never quit. Never quit. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So. And that's that's one of the that's one of the most amazing thing about human beings. No wonder why every child walks. Tony Robbins says that, right? Because they kids don't give up. Like, I'll have my son knocking at the door, persistently calling my name or asking for an iPad. And he knows just the right time to ask because I'm in a meeting. Like, hey, can I have an iPad? You know, they'll, uh, they know. Of course. They're so persistent. Like, you cannot sway them to be, to do something else. Right. Yeah. So it's in human nature, that persistence. But over time, I don't know what happens. Like, we, kind of start giving up, start giving up on ourselves, stop looking at the bright side, stop looking at the good in right. everything. And I think that's what you're, you're teaching us with the gratitude, with the compassion in your chapter. Um, I'll definitely, you know, link to the book into, into the podcast notes so then folks can go check it out. Okay. We do have last question. Okay. If you were a board game, what would it be? Oh, my goodness. Wow, you have great questions. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That is one I've never asked and heard. <laughs> what was a board game? You know what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most recently, I've played Blurt. <laughs> and so it's, um, so you have a header and then you blurt out a, the, what the answer to it. Uh-huh. And you can tell I like to talk and chat. <laughs> In there, so maybe probably blurt would blurt. fit me. <laughs> I don't know if that's what I want to be. Right, but I think it would fit. That would fit perfect. Well, I'll have to check out that game called Blurt. Um, yes. it sounds really fun. Thank you so much, Evie. It was uh, it was a really nice time talking with you. Thank you for spending an hour with us and um, sharing your story, sharing the amazing progress the amazing you know strides you've taken and and transforming your own life and helping others transform their lives with your chapter with your speaking with all the things that you're doing thank you so much for all that you do thank you for having me absolutely where can my audience find you and connect with you 
So right now I am working on my funnels, <laughs> working on my Your website, mm-hmm. my website. Um, so I can be found at liveyourdreamevie at gmail.com. And um, that's the best place right now mm-hmm. because from there I can direct them to my website when it's sure. up, which should have been like yesterday. But <laughs> anyway, liveyourdreamevie at gmail.com. Right so now. what would be your um, website name? Because the episode is not going to be published in the next. Okay. You know, so I have sometime. the domain name of liveyourdreamevie.com. Liveyourdreamevie.com. And I have the magic of gratitude.me. Is that me? That does work, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So awesome. Liveyourdreamevie.com and the magic of gratitude.me. Perfect. So I'll be sure to include these links to the show notes so then folks can get to you and connect with you. Thank you so much again. Have an awesome day. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hacks and Hobbies. You can find additional information on the guest today on the website, hacksandhobbies.com. Please feel free to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on upcoming interviews with amazing guests.